time for another Piano Puzzler. Bruce Adolph is here with me in the Maud Moon Warehouser Music Studio. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Fred. Every week, Bruce takes a familiar tune. He rewrites that tune in the style of a famous composer. We get one of our listeners on the line who listens to Bruce's creation and then tries to name two things, tries to name the hidden tune and tries to name the composer whose style Bruce is mimicking. Jen Wilde is on the phone from Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Jen, very good to have you. Thank you. Jen, what's your musical background? Um, well, uh, I studied piano under Gene Fox in Allentown, Pennsylvania, um, until I was about 16, and I sang in choirs and accompanied choirs all through middle school, high school, and college, so it's, it's kind of informal. And do you still play piano at all? Um, I try to. I teach at a, um, the Charter High School for Performing Arts in Bethlehem, and um, they have pianos around, so I try to sneak in every now and then. Well, it sounds like music is an important part of your life, an important part of who you are, too. Very much so. Yeah, I love it. Well, a piano puzzler is about to become a part of your life. Bruce Adolph <laughs> will play this for you. And then your job will be to try to name the hidden tune and the composer whose style Bruce is mimicking. Now, Jen, I don't know what's coming either. So if you happen to get stuck, you and I can brainstorm on this together, okay? Okay, wonderful. Okay, here is Bruce Adolph with your piano puzzler. Interesting, haunting, and misty, and pensive. Jen, what did you hear in that piano puzzler? Um, Was it Unchained Melody? That, oh, my love, my darling, the one from Ghost? No. I love that, though. I can Uh, can see the similarity. I can see why you thought of that. Sure. I'm just going to guess at the composer of Copeland, but I don't don't really know. Well, it's not Copeland, but um, it's less modern than that. Okay. Copeland was, he was a little kid when this guy died. So we're talking about early, somebody from the late 1800s, early 1900s? Yes, yes. Early, okay. yeah, late, 18, late 19th century, early 20th century. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, let me play it, the last phrase for you. Was because, it Re- no, it wasn't Ravel. Well, you're much closer now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so f- a French impressionist composer. You were you're thinking Maurice Ravel. Uh-huh. A- any, any other names along those lines come to mind? No, I mean, French, the only one I really know there is Debussy, but I thought that... Uh, don't he, think so much. 
<laughs> Debussy is yes, uh, that's the answer. So Claude Debussy. <laughs> that's right. Wonderful. Okay, so so now we've we've got that part of the piano puzzler. There's a tune hidden in there too. Yes. Now the tune is pretty much on top. So what makes it tricky, if you know it, you might not know it. But what makes the tune tricky is that the harmonies are Debussy harmonies that and they have nothing to do with what this tune would normally be harmonized with. This is the opening again. It sounds so familiar. I just don't know the name of the tune. It's a, I'll tell you, it's a folk song. It's an American folk song, mm-hmm. which has been recorded in so many different ways, it's hard to know why or how somebody would first hear it. It's impossible. Normally, it's simply in minor. Shan, do you mind if I take a stab at it? Please do, yes. I need your help. <laughs> I think it might be the song called Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless Child. Yep, that's what it is. That's, <laughs> that's that, right. That must be what it is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's cool. I, I don't think I've ever heard that song. Oh, um, that happens. That song. happens. Yeah. yeah, if you don't know it, you don't know it. But uh, yeah. but you found your way to, to Claude Debussy. And Bruce, what were you doing in this piano puzzler to, to imitate the style of Claude Debussy? Well, there were a number of things. First, uh, the use of whole tones, the whole tone scale, which I love d- talking about here. Very different from how we usually hear the harmonies around that particular tune. I think that the hollowness, the emptiness that comes with some of these harmonies actually fits the tune really well. Hmm, fits the mood. Yes, of, of the yeah. motherless That's child. Lovely. Motherless child a long way from home. Yes, yeah. exactly. So sometimes I feel like a motherless child rewritten in the style of Claude Debussy for this week's Piano Puzzler. And uh, Jen, you you found your way to Claude Debussy and all of your guesses were in the right time period. So so <laughs> so I I say well done, good ears and you and well, you named you. Claude Debussy. So good job on the Piano Puzzler this week. Thank you. And good job to you on the tune. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Jen, how do you hear Piano Puzzlers? Uh, from the podcast on iTunes. Ah, the podcast from iTunes, which you can also mm-hmm. find on the PT homepage, performancetoday.org. Genevieve Wild from Quakertown, Pennsylvania, thank you so much for playing our piano puzzler this week. Thank you very much. It was fun. And Bruce, I'll see you next week. Bye, Fred. How in the world does he do it? Every week I'm astonished by the creativity, the brilliance, and sometimes just the wackiness of the imagination of Bruce Adolph. We've been doing piano puzzlers together for more than 15 years now. If you're hungry for more puzzling, well, I hope you sign up for the Piano Puzzler email newsletter. Every week you'll get a sneak peek of next week's Piano Puzzler, Plus, you can listen to one from our deep archives, a puzzler you won't find online or in this podcast. The sign-up is easy. Just go to yourclassical.org newsletter.